Welcome to the Tech Ranch. Now, here is your host, the guru of geek, Marlo Anderson. Are you, are you overwhelmed by all the choices all of a sudden? I mean, it's like it's like 50 I was just reading this yesterday. We have 50 new or I'm trying to get through figure out where I wrote this down here, but like 50 new or reconstituted shows coming at us in the next 10 weeks, 50 of them because of all the streaming channels and whatever. I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. I don't, I don't know how to keep up with all of it anymore. And I, I, and I suppose you, you don't really have to, I mean, you just pick your own genre of course, and, and you stick with that. But but uh, I feel like I spend more time now with the remote browsing through all of the options that you have than I actually spend watching actual programming. It's crazy. So I'm just saying, I, I, I miss three channels, turn the TV on, oh, it's this, or it's this, or it's this. Okay, I'm going to pick this. And that's the way it used to be. It was as simple as that. So, um. I guess you're going to have to listen to me most of the time today. I'm sorry. Although I think our... You could get an extra channel or two if you get really creative. How's that? Well, so my grandparents, I was raised by my grandparents, never realized why I had two black and white TVs in my room when I was... Oh. Because with the UHF. Yes. And you could play with the rabbit ears and dial the audio in for one and the picture in on the other. Interesting. for, For HBO. You had a hack back in the eighties, junior high. <laughs> Look at you! Yeah, they get, well, HBO came out in what eighty two? I think it was eighty two. Yeah, and I remember it's actually the reason why the reason why I actually got HBO. By the way, when I'm thinking about this, is because of music videos. This oh, was yeah. right before music or MTV came out, and I was just a very young adult. And I was so into music videos and I seen somebody with HBO and I'm like, and they would play these music videos in between the movies that they were playing. Remember how you got HBO? Showtime, all of those? I think it was a cable box, wasn't it? Those cylinders. Remember the cylinders? Oh, that's right. Yeah. The the big, long. They, yes. They were a filter. Yes. That filtered the. The frequency That's down right. so that you could pick it up. That was crazy when I think about oh, that. And those were huge black market items. And I had a, I went out and bought the latest and greatest television. I could not afford this. I actually borrowed money from my boss and he actually took it out of my paycheck every week wow. so I could have this television, like this 26 inch, whatever it was at the time. And, and now. <laughs> And now, who you don't even have a 26-inch monitor on your computer screen anymore. Nobody has those small things anymore. It's just kind of funny how that is. How quality financial planning. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so desperate to get HBO and have a good picture, you know. What can I say? Two black and white TVs, you would have been good to go. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Was there And there was tinfoil involved, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, speaker wire. And speaker wire. Speaker wire. So you would put one television on one side of the room so that you could get better audio 
Well, they were right next to each other, so okay. you could you could tune in the UHF and get the picture to where it would still be fuzzy, but okay. you get the picture where you could see the picture. Right, right. And then on the other one, you'd tune in the UHF to get the audio because they'd be a little off. Gotcha. So you could get the audio from one television and the picture from the other. And I think because I'm dating if I, myself. If I remember right, you would get this. Uh, um, you could actually kind of watch them. Because, but there would be this, like the scrolling, yeah, like, the scrolling black lines. lines that would come through it. But with a black and white TV and the UHF, you could dial, actually, you could stop the scrolling and, and clear up That's the picture what a little you bit. Did. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I I would just sit there and watch the scrolling lines. <laughs> oh, the desperation of the times. What can yeah, I say? Back yeah. in high school, look, yep. I think I saw a boob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> anyway, so just saying, I miss her, the easy, you know, now I just, I'm serious. I mean, I I, I really do. Um, I, I'm not going to get into another topic now since we have to get close or close to the break anyway. But um, I just, I just so miss, I spent, I just spend way too much time browsing through things. I mean, I couldn't believe this. I actually popped a bucket of popcorn the other night, and I ate the whole bucket of popcorn before I even decided what I was going to watch. You're supposed to pop the popcorn for the movie, not yes. for the browsing. Yes. It's almost like when you go to the movie theater and you start munching on the popcorn, and because there's a half hour of trailers in front of the movie, you're done with your popcorn already. Yeah. So uh, that's about how it feels. Although I, I usually enjoy that experience. I like going to movies to watch the trailers. So the question is, how do you watch television? What do you mean by that? And and where I'm going with this is how do you actively watch television? Do you actively watch it or do you just, is it just kind of passive? It's passive for me. For me, it's passive. Yep. So it, it drives my wife nuts because I'm a channel flipper. Right. Uh, I won't watch commercials and, and I'm not engaged in anything because usually I'm watching an old movie or something I know yep. all the lines to anyway. It's just, it's time for my brain to relax right. and, and disengage. And a lot so, of times it's actually, it, it because my mind is so engaged all the time, it actually forces me to fall asleep. Yeah. Which is great for me. Which, so. and my wife hates this because I fall asleep with the TV on all yep. the time and she can't. Right. And it drives her nuts. That's how my brain disengages. Yep. But for me, television's passive. I, I don't watch a show. I just, whatever's on when I get done with the day. Right. You know, right. it's like, okay, it's 830. I'm finally done for the day. And... What's on? I, yep. I, I, I don't have time to spend an hour, 45 minutes scrolling through different channels and then now start talking about services and that's an entirely different yep. level. Um, just whatever's on, I'll watch it. I did, I'm good for a half hour and then I'm done. I have a couple of programs that I have that are just kind of in my queue, so to speak that are there strictly so that I can fall asleep. I know the program so well <laughs> that I can close my eyes, and as they're talking, I can see it in my head, and it puts me out just like that. It's fantastic. You talk just in your saying. sleep, don't you? You recite the lines I, in your I sleep. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I suppose I do. I don't know. 
It's I Marlo. I'm never guess one of them's the Big Lebowski. <laughs> you know, I don't mind that show. <laughs> haven't haven't seen it for a while. You know, I either. Yeah, exactly. it's, that's actually that's actually a good show. I actually have been visiting a lot of eighties eighties movies lately, and I, I don't know if it's just because Top Gun was coming out, and you know, it's fun to revisit the you know Gremlins and. And uh, what was the other one I watched the other day? Oh, Cat Caddyshack. I've I've watched my big five. Yeah, Caddyshack, Blues Brothers. Oh yeah, love Slapshot. I've never seen that. Fast Times at Ridgemont. Oh yeah, yeah. Blazing Saddles. Yeah, Blazing Saddles is fantastic. I don't. Can you even get it anymore? You know what? IFC's been having it on, and and they took it off for a while. I mean, everybody took it off for a while. But you have to understand the intent by which it was made. Yep. Going. You're all dumb if you do this. <laughs> it is kind of funny. I, I yeah. do like IFC because they're not editing. Right, right. Well, I guess we are at the break. After the break, everybody, I have uh, some new features on apps, and we're going to get into how you can save them a, a little bit on travel since gas is, you know, 5 $6 a gallon. Maybe there's some other ways you can save Yeah, before you do that, though, yeah. one other question that yeah. brings up just before you switch topics is cable versus no oh, cable yeah, versus... Streaming. Service. I don't know how you feel, but it when it's dreary like this, I feel dreary. Snap day. It is, and we've had a couple of them in a row now. I'm very appreciative of the rain, though. I think it's great. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. It's great to see, and especially to the west of us. I haven't heard any numbers from overnight, but I was looking at the radar overnight, and and uh, they seem to have gotten a lot more than we did in the Bismarck Mandan. They got hammered in a swath from. Well, South Dakota line all the way up through a little west of Harvey, all the way to to uh, Jamestown. So they Jamestown. got more than they should have. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, That's there was a good. tornado warning last night. I seen that. Harvey. Yeah, Harvey. Yep. Yep. Did they didn't get hit though? Did they? Not okay. that I saw. Okay. Interesting. I'm not sure if it was confirmed. It was just radar indicated. I was watching uh, a webcam from Harvey last night for a little bit, and it looked pretty pretty nasty there. So. Was yeah. it dark? It was very dark, yeah. except for the constant lightning. Yeah. 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 It was pretty pretty intense the way it looked. So, all right. We're talking about cable, television. You know, the thing I like about this program is I just say a comment and we talk about it for 30 minutes. So I guess that's a cool thing. Well, it's a passive active television watch. Right. We were discussing that during the break a little bit. Right. And, and with all the streaming services and the disconnecting from cable or satellite dish, um, cutting the cord. Cutting the cord. Yeah. Then what? That doesn't work for me because I'm not an active. You have to do your research, your homework, figure out what you want to watch, right. plan it ahead. Not happening. My day's too busy. Yep. Yep. Um, so I have the best of both worlds. I have not cut the cord, but I'm a, but I'm also a. I have all the streaming services, and so. You know, a lot of people cut the cord to save money. Right. You, but you how does that do work that with you? Yeah. No, I just I pay more now You're than I ever have. Double dipping. Oh, it's just crazy. It is, and it's it's and, and you know it's kind of funny with the I didn't I didn't really think about it too much, but when gas got to five dollars the other day, and I'm you know and I travel a lot and I know you do too, and you know we're used to seeing five and six dollar gas and even sometimes seven dollars in California already. Um, you see that and you come back home here and it's $4 and 30 cents and you, or whatever it was here last week. And you're like, Oh my goodness, we have, we have good deals here yet, you know, but that's, you know, five bucks a gallon now. Remember and, when it was a dollar 97? Oh my goodness. 
It was just two dollars and thirty cents. Not that long ago. It was two thirty two years ago. That's it's just crazy. But anyway, um, so now because of five dollar gas, I'm thinking of I I can't cut my travel. Maybe a little bit, but I can't cut it too much. So now I'm thinking of other ways to save money, and I'm thinking television is going to be one of the first things I cut because I probably could save a hundred to two hundred bucks a month. Which side though? So it's probably going to be cable. Yeah, and I and I know I'm passive when I, when it comes to viewing, but I do like to have. I have a couple programs I like to go to. Well, there's know. what twenty seven channels now you get over the air. Yeah, so you could you could just have free television, straight up free television, and with with the HD antenna, um, if you live within what fifteen miles of Bismarck Mandan or any other metropolitan area, it's like forty. Is it forty yeah, miles? You get up to forty, depending on the antenna. Okay, depends on the antenna. Yep, yep, and uh, yeah, I mean it's just it's just amazing the number of channels that you can get. I can't uh, get the History Channel though. I'm, that, I'm a geek. I, I love the yeah, History Yeah, I do too. I do too. So, so then there's cable, or you have to have streaming service that will allow that. And what's interesting is streaming services now are becoming live services. Have you noticed this? Mm-hmm. So, if you subscribe to Paramount, for example, you can get your local CBS streaming stuff there now as well. I'm just using that as an example. They're all the same. They're all coming out with their own version of their live streaming. Looks like everything else. There's an app for that. Yep. Which means that for sure the cable company, as far as actual cable television, is going to be a thing of the past because we're all going to this pay-as-you-go type of scenario. So question from a financial perspective. So is your cable company also your Internet provider? Generally, that is the case. Yes. Yes. So when you're cutting the cord, you're not cutting all of the cord. No, and and the cable companies have gotten pretty smart about this, and you know they, they're offering more and more services on the internet packaging side that has brought up the cost per user as well. I would imagine most people probably spend eighty to a hundred dollars a month on their internet. So oh, or higher. Yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah. Just just internet. Yeah. If you want a decent package. So this is interesting. So as of now, I just pulled this up, uh 79% of global mo- mobile data traffic is video. Now it's even on the mobile side. So, and it's about the same on, if you have cable coming into your home, you know, for internet. So it's over 70%. So over 70% of all traffic on the internet is now streaming video. Isn't that crazy? People watching movies while they're driving. And- well, or or you're consuming TikTok or, yeah. you know, or Instagram you know what whatever it is that that's usually where the mobile side is cuz and i would say tiktok is the biggest you know youtube would be the other one well so the um, other part of that is too you you've got your cable company on one side and you've got your internet or your uh probably your internet provider on the one side and then you've got your cell yes phone yes which consuming that is data yep uh, there's some apps out there. It's like, oh, well, you can have this app or that app. No, I don't want to use the app. I'll just do it online right. because if I'm using the app, then that's consuming data, which I don't have an unlimited plan because yep. I don't want to go to that. Oh, well, we have the option to limit you now. And I don't even know if there's ever – I think in the future, well, there probably will be always be plans where you can get you know a couple gig a month or whatever. 
But I have a feeling in the future, most cell plans are going to come with some feature of unlimited data. Uh, so Google Fi, for example, you know, if you subscribe, and I just actually got a Google Fi uh, account just yesterday, um, they use even even their telephony is is data. So it's not like they're they're just pulling data to make um, phone calls. So it's just a, a voice over internet protocol. Digital it's a call. Voice. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, a digital call. call. Uh, and of course, Google has hotspots all over the country. So if you're not pulling data from a an antenna, then when you're close to one of these hotspots, which they have, you know, hundreds of thousands of across the country, then they automatically pull from that. And then when you're in your do, own, do you have a ring doorbell? Yeah, I do have a ring doorbell. There's a hotspot yeah, there. That's correct. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really interesting where, where all this is going. And I don't know why we got into the phone conversation here all of a sudden, but it, it's kind it of the part data of, yeah, side the data versus side. the that's internet. Right. That's right, providers. And side. and I think a lot of people there, are, and especially in rural areas, um, you know, now this is probably going to change again. But in a lot of rural areas, your phone is actually the fastest internet connection you have. Yeah. Now that has changed a little bit. You know, the closer you are to, you are to a town of any size, the better chance you have of having you know, fiber come into your farm or whatever. But there are still a lot of rural residents that, you know, dial-up is the really the only option unless you're using your cell phone uh, to stream content in or whatever. So then you use your phone as a hotspot or you buy a hotspot through your phone company so that you can have high-speed Internet. Um, now with Starlink and, you know, Elon Musk's... Uh, I promised myself I was going to say that Elon's word or name one time. This show, <laughs> here we are again. Uh, but that will change because, you know, he's got drones in space uh, and it's going to provide high-speed Internet. You can actually order uh, a satellite dish now. I mean, just a little guy that uh, can hook up to Starlink and, and start using uh, his Internet service. And it's pretty fast. Well, so. things are preceded by the movies. And I remember when, I think it was a Bond movie, the first time I saw a satellite telephone. Oh, yeah. And Did it actually have a satellite on the car? <laughs> close. <laughs> or, yeah, it had a little, I remember that movie, yeah. But then it came out with, okay, satellite phones got a little traction, and then they didn't get traction yep. because of cost. Yep. Um, where'd that go? Because usually something will spur something to come back around when it's economically feasible. Yeah, so a lot of our cell phone traffic now is, is being pushed to space. We have satellite uh, uh, communication satellites that are up there, and uh, it is actually allowing that to happen. So the cost of that has come down a lot. And now with with Musk's program, um, I would imagine that's going to get even even more so because, you know, when you're, when you're 80, 100, 120 miles in space, the curvature of the Earth, uh, becomes less problematic because they can see from satellite to satellite, so they can go much further distances with that call. So it's really interesting what's going on in this space. It's National Bourbon Day. You don't bring samples? I should bring samples, you know. What can I say? But it's early yet. We might have things to celebrate later, so we want to make somewhere. sure. That's, that is true. That is true. So we're talking about uh, somehow or another we got in this topic of because I said I just missed three channels, and we've been talking about television ever since. Um, so cutting the cord did you did did you cut the cord? Are you or 
not on all the televisions. So I, I, I do have cable, but I don't pay for the cable boxes for okay. all of them. Okay. So we've got a couple TVs with the cable boxes that you need now. Yeah. Remember when you used to just be able to plug your TV in yes. and life was good? Yeah. Um, hence the internal tuner. Right. It, where'd that go? Yeah. Um, well, it's still there. It's just, yeah. Now they circumvented it. Right. Um, I've got a couple TVs that are just over the air, like my garage TV, yep. my shop. Yep. Um, you know, you know what's amazing is that um, outside of of subscribing, so that you had local television, and and you, and you, actually you don't you don't have to do that. Uh, uh, we were talking earlier about you know just putting an HD antenna on your brand new television, and you have. Would you say twenty eight stations? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Last I counted, just unbelievable. And there's some there's some good stuff in there. I mean, I I, I've uh, just got like the rabbitier ones, so I can't get all of them. But but you get some. They're all the digitals, so it's like five point one point two point three, and then you skip up and yep. And if you have a television that you can hook to your Wi Fi or your you know your internet in your house, so. So my new television, um, I should say, I shouldn't say my newest one, but even the last couple that I've purchased over the last couple of years. Bigger than the twenty-six inch. It is bigger than a twenty-six inch. I actually have. I hate to admit, I have a ninety-six inch television, Whoa. but I, I replaced it. I had a projector screen before that. Well, and, yeah, now here's the thing, though. Do you have a room big enough for a TV? Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah. Because that's the thing. It's like having a. Okay, hey, get the biggest TV you can get. Right. And the room's not big enough because yeah. you can't sit far enough back to enjoy I, it. I kind of I kind of have a room that I've turned into my man cave space, I guess, or whatever, but it's kind of a it's it's kind of a quasi home theater. You know, it's not the greatest scenario. But I've blackened the windows and things like that to to make it more, you know, home theater esque. I didn't build it this way, but but anyway. So I have the reclining, you know, seats and cup holders built. You get a popcorn machine in there. Um, I've thought about it many times. Ah, I just don't just don't want to clean up afterwards. Pull the trigger. That's why the microwave is still there. Just saying, but yeah, that would be the last thing actually. Fountain pop machine or the beer slushies. There you go. Slushies would be good, right? Slushies, yeah. Roller grill would be good too, right? Put some roller grill food on there. Now you and, got uh, a theater. Yeah, now I got a theater. That's right. Um, but yeah, we were just talking about how you can maybe save a couple dollars uh, by just reviewing how you're watching television uh, with the higher prices and gasoline and things. You know, people are looking at maybe other ways to cut budget. And this might be a way that you can do this. I mean, if you're buying both or paying for both cable and maybe some streaming services, like I am, you know, you might even be double dipping a little bit. I I know I have a subscription to Paramount and I don't know if I actually need to have that and a bunch of other stuff. And I have three or four subscriptions. And of course I have Amazon Prime and Hulu and Netflix. It's Do you a, watch one more than the others? I I tend to jump around a little bit. Um, probably Amazon Prime is the one I watch the most. So my wife has Netflix. Yep. Because all of her girlfriends had to have one show she had to watch. Right. So she got Netflix. And then she has Amazon Prime for other stuff and never used the Amazon Prime for streaming. Right. 
use it for the shipping I, purposes. I or whatever. think she tried to hook it up one time and couldn't figure it out. Interesting. You would probably be surprised at the content on Amazon Prime. Um, and if you, you know, the nice thing about Prime, of course, if you subscribe already for the the shipping option with, you know, then that's kind of kind of free television, you know, in a way. And, but this is the point I was going to get to is that. And it's easy with smart TVs now. Yes. And it's with smart TVs. When you buy a newer television, like my new LG has a thousand channels built into it. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. For well, How much nine, popcorn would you go through browsing that? Yes. There's nine. That's one from 100 to 1,000. That's why it's not, not 1,000. It's 900 or 900 of them. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, and it's, it's like 18 history channel things and, but and at discovery a point, channel. There's, there's a saturation. Oh, point. my goodness. You know, you can't consume all that. Can't consume it all. And that's, that's kind of the point of why I miss three channels because you can't consume it all. But if you like, there's eight history channels I all want to watch at the same time. And I know me because if I DVR it, I'm not going to go back and watch it. But the odds are good that if you cut the cord, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that you should do this, you know, with your cable company or whatever, but in newer televisions, if you're looking for a way to save money, spend 300 bucks on a brand new television and then you have 900 channels that if you, yeah. if you know what I mean? And, and, and your news channel, all of them are in there. All of the news channels are on there. If you want, if you're a fan of Nashville, there's the Nashville channel. It's a channel dedicated, all it plays is Nashville or Bonanza. There's a channel dedicated to Bonanza. <laughs> My father-in-law would love oh, that. Oh, they love it, right? And Westerns and all this other stuff. So it's fantastic. If well, and you there's want a little bit stuff. of that on the digital too, because, uh, um, like the over the air with the digitals, there, right. there's a, uh, a Nashville channel. There's a, I think it's the circle. Okay. It's, um, but they have Nashville stuff and, um, movies. There's a Western channel there. Yeah. So they have some of that specific content, but that's kind of where it crosses. There, there's a little bit of an overlap on if you just call it digital. So with the digital airwaves, which you get into a lot of that specific program because you've opened up the space. Right. And now you're talking about, oh, well, on, you can get a thousand channels on the TV. It's these specific channels. Yep. There's some overlap there. Yep. And it's just, it's the technology, I believe. And I think, you know, I, I'm just getting back to the cost saving features of these things, right? Since you're getting this stuff anyway, um, I, I would be willing to bet if I audited not that I like to do that or use that for word. That. There's an app for that, right? I'd be willing to bet that I could probably save a hundred to two hundred dollars a month on my entertainment choices at home right now, and not even miss the things that I'm, you know, because I I I have I'm sure I have overlapping channels because I have these nine hundred that I have that come free with the television, and I'm probably paying for some of those channels someplace else. Well, that brings up a. The other question then, so, and the discussion has been for a long time, whether it's satellite, cable, a la carte. Yes. Just pay for the channels that you want. Right. Just the ones you watch rather than this package, this massive array of all these various channels that I'm, I'm not going to watch right. the Lifetime channel. My wife will, but but that's not on my choice list. Yep. So... That comes back to that question of a la carte. There was a lot of discussion about that, and then it kind of went away uh, because I think the operators didn't want to drill down that far. 
because yep. it, it's a lot of work to go, okay, well, we're going to pick and choose and let you sort out. And then I, I can imagine the, the billing issues. That oh, yeah. That. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's, there's just a lot of challenges with all that. I got sidetracked by bourbon. <laughs> but, but nobody brought any into us yet. I just, you know, and a good cigar. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. We get we have a cigar shop in Mandan now. Did you see this? I, I heard that this morning for the first time. I, I walked in there during Buggies and Blues, and uh, a nice humidor and the whole bit. I was I was happily stunned. And I'm not a cigar smoker. Uh, I love the smell of good cigars, though. Uh, but they were busy. And- I had an uncle that smoked pipes. Good tobacco pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like the smell of that he too? Did. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when he did the cherry year. Oh, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. So there you go. So when's National Cigar Day? I don't think we have one, actually. You have a bourbon day, but no cigar? <laughs> they it's go together. It's a crime, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Maybe what you can I pair say? them up on the same day. There you go. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. So you I thought of doing pairings, uh, things that go together? Like. So, well, that's interesting. We have kind of thought of this a little bit. And and actually, what I'd like to start doing... It's wine and cheese day. All right. That, that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. You know, what we want to do is theme weekends, have national weekends. You know, so it would be like maybe national wine and cheese weekend, the third August or third weekend of August or something like that. I think... Those type of things would be a lot of fun to do. It's like National Fair and Funnel Cake Day. Something like that, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think that would be fun. And we, we we talked about that about a year ago. And then, of course, you know, you get busy with other things. And and uh, we're so busy with our regular, you know, stuff that did, – did I tell you about uh, – boy, we're really off topic now. This isn't even tech-related, but I think this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, I have to tell you this. Um we are and me personally, I guess, um I'm I'm being petitioned to move National French Friday, which always lands on July 13th, to a Friday. So it would be Friday on Friday. No, you need to move it to the Potato Bowl day at UND. Well, that would be okay too. Yes. Right. So, Checkers, are you familiar with the... Corporate sponsorship, Simplot, you're in. Yes, yes. Are you familiar with Checkers, the restaurant? Yes. Yeah, there's like yeah. 830 I was of the them. Game, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you... Uh, yeah, so it's a restaurant chain. If you're not familiar with them, they're they're huge in the south and the mm-hmm. west. And uh, if you ever go by a Checkers, there's almost always a classic car or two sitting in front of them, which yep. is kind of fun, right? Um, anyway, they're the ones that are putting this forward. And I think starting like June 24th, you're going to see billboards all over the place, I guess, <laughs> coming right at me. And uh, um, we haven't made a decision yet as to whether or not we're going to do this, but I guess they're buying billboards all over the state to try to get to the people around me personally to, to so that you know you come up to me and say, hey, that's a good idea. You should change French data. It's just like marketing campaign that they're doing. Uh, but well, this is cool. a, this is a national thing. So part of the deal is that they're bringing their Fry Love Express here on June 27th. It's a 65 foot French fry making machine. <laughs> That's all I can say. And, and uh, so we'll have 3,000 orders of French fries that we're going to be giving away to the general public, you know, on, on the 27th. 
Where are they going to get is, all the gravy, big boy? That's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> funny. I should let them know that if you're going to be if you're going to be putting French fries out, you better be yeah, bringing yeah, gravy. Gravy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is funny. We should. Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. We were more concerned about trying to figure out hot dogs or hamburgers to no, go with no, these no, things. Gravy. gravy is a great answer to that. That's uh, we're got to think about that. That's great advice. Mr. Producer Extraordinaire. So, and at the same time, by the way, uh, Jane Pauley's going to be here. I guess CBS oh, Sunday. Oh, she mo- is coming. Yeah, CBS Sunday morning will be here and and uh, uh, hanging out that's with National cool. Day for three days for the. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it's just funny how these collisions happen. You know that this huge French fry truck's going to show up at the exact same time that when Jane they're Paul in town. Here. Yeah, yeah, and not related at all. They neither one of them. I mean, I really? brought it up to checkers after we committed to the date but uh uh they'll be coming in so yeah all right everybody uh we will we actually will be back for more tech talk after I'm trying the top to of the think hour how, mu- how you make that much gravy we'll have to figure that out gravy for three thousand french fries or three thousand orders of french fries are they large or small i have no idea does it even matter well because when you go to big boy you always get Plenty of gravy. You get always get plenty of yeah, gravy. Yeah, you get plenty fact, of gravy. I, I've never used it all ever. So you're not trying. That's, that's, probably, <laughs> that's probably true. I'm not added. You know, and I, and I order these things. I, I order these things with a diet coke. You know, so that's what's even more funny. On my opening comment about television, <laughs> and I don't know if we're even still done with it. Quite Are frankly, bringing back Gilligan's Island is that a reboot? That's all that's I want to know. That would be a great reboot, actually. Those poor people. I can't believe they never got off that island. <laughs> I watched, uh, um, oh, what's the movie with uh, Tim Allen, uh, the space one, um, back in the 90s. It's actually, it's its 25th anniversary. Oh, oh um, the Star Trek ripoff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest, right. It's so funny. They actually, that was... They actually tried to recruit some people from Star Trek to be in that movie, right? And if you if you look at um, the call letters of the ship, it was let's see, N T E dash whatever. The N T E stood for not the Enterprise. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. I have no idea where I was going with this now since I got sidetracked again. Oh, television and whatever. But anyway, um, so let's get on to some other things besides television. Um, features in, in uh, I think this is interesting. Google Maps will now estimate toll charges for your trip. So if you're going to travel someplace and you have to go through toll roads or whatever, it'll actually estimate those for you so you can have the exact change you need. Have you ever gone through, I know you have, have you ever gone through a toll and like, especially on like coming off of a road or coming onto and they're unattended and you're like, and it only takes exact change in today's world. How is that even possible? Have you run into this at all? Uh, I try to avoid toll roads like the plague, but sometimes you're usually really bad roads. So you get sucked into them sometimes, though, and that's the problem, you know. So there's been times where, like, I've I've rented a car, and you know, all of a sudden I'm on a toll road, and then then you take the next exit off, and there's an unattended, you know, thing that you have to pay, and it wants eighty five cents, and there's you don't have eighty five cents on you. It doesn't take a credit card, 
And it won't take a dollar. And it won't take a dollar. It wants you to throw in, you know, 85 cents. And it's really interesting. So you just, you know, eventually you just give up and you drive through it thinking, well, I guess I'm just going to have to pay the fine, which is probably going to be 35 or $50. instead of 85 cents. And then the car company, because you didn't buy the toll whatever thing that they have, uh, and sometimes you just don't even think about it sometimes, you know, especially coming from where we are, um, cause we don't have to deal with toll roads around here. So you end up in this little scenario and then the car company, the rental company charges you $25 an instance as well. So if you end up with six or eight or 10 of these things, your car rental bill, you'll get a, you'll get a bill a, a month from now stating that you went through 10 tolls and it costs you an extra $350 Jeez. to process them. Oh yeah. I've run into this a couple of times, especially in Colorado. Going to Colorado Springs, if you'd fly into the Denver airport and drive to Colorado Springs. Oh, don't take that road. Oh, it's just, it's, yeah. But yeah. if you don't know, if it's the first time and, 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 uh, but anyway. That's yeah. why you always walk around with a pocket full of washers. I don't, would that work? Should. Okay. I would think that they would have technology. I have friends in Chicago that it's like, yeah, that works. <laughs> they just throw a handful of washers in. That is funny, actually. But, uh, we don't want you to cheat the system, right? I'm just saying. But maybe. Um, Amazon is finally going to start their drone delivery. So they have a pilot project uh, in the town of Lockford, California, after it receives the green light from the FAA. That would be the Federal Aviation Administration. And they will be testing this drone to deliver product to your backyard. How do you feel about that? Not a fan. You're not a fan. No, not really. Okay. Although I will say it's like Christmas every day at my house because my wife's like, oh, something showed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think there's more efficiency in drone delivery over using a vehicle. I mean, unless unless you're seeing something I don't. I mean, there's, there's too many constraints right now in, in, in the liability. And I mean, you take a look at most people's backyards, you get power lines, you get. Thing, this and that, and it's like, okay, what if they drop a package on your Chihuahua? I just, I, no, it, it, there's there's something about personal service that did, I have a little more faith in. Have you, uh, have, did you, <laughs> have you watched this clip of mail delivery, and that's why you're thinking they're going to drop it from thirty feet in the sky or something? Well, maybe, maybe they can't get. Have, I, have you? Have I don't you want seen them in this? my airspace. This is this clip was so my funny. Backyard. This this gentleman is walking up and down the street with the with the postal service, and he he comes up to this house with this this retired lady, and he he's like, um, you know, moving forward now we're going to be delivering your mail via via drone, and she looks kind of confused, and he goes, oh, here here it comes now, <laughs> so this drone flies over, drops her mail from like 30 feet in the air. It's a little windy, so the mail is going everywhere. <laughs> it was kind of funny, actually. Uh, but no, I think they actually land, you know, and they'll they'll put your package. And I would imagine there's probably going to be some type of platform or something that they're going to put your package on. I, I don't know all the... They're being very hush-hush about how the system is going to work. Uh, but they're going to they're gonna start trying it later this year, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I do like the fact of less congestion on the roads with delivery trucks. So there is that, I guess. Um, and maybe faster delivery. I, I don't know. You know, 
Um, but we'll be watching. They have obstacle avoidance in them. So if there's a power line or whatever, they're supposed to not hit those. So or your chihuahua. It does bring up a, a an interesting scenario, though. So now instead of being constrained, if you're the you know relying on the postal service, which delivers six days a week or five days a week, right? Depending on where you're at, right? Now you have seven day delivery. Is it seven three sixty five twenty four hour? I would imagine that there's constraints there will, on times. Is it, there, there, you, maybe not. Uh, does it I would set maybe, off my alarm at three o'clock in the morning. I suppose if somebody's if you, on my front porch. Maybe you can approve it to be twenty four hour delivery, or I only want deliveries from eight a.m. to five p.m. or or whatever it is. I'm sure you can probably set those constraints. This is really interesting. Google suspends engineer who claims its AI is sentient. I was going to ask you about this. This is unbelievable. Really is unbelievable. Yeah. So the it's an AI chatbot that they've been working on. The AI system started asking about its rights and the ethics of robots. The actual artificial intelligence started asking its creator, basically, about this stuff. So it's called LAMDA. That's the name of the project, Lambda. That reminds me of... Uh, <laughs> What was the geek movie in the <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds? Wasn't that Lambda, Lambda, Lambda? Lambda, yeah, tri lambs. <laughs> this is so funny. The actual, the actual name of the project is Lambda. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to be cracking up here. I just think that's hilarious. Uh, but that is the project name, and it was launched to improve conversational AI assistance. Uh, with natural conversation. So like your Google speaker or, or your, if you're using your Google assistant in your phone, um, which I do all the time and it's getting, you know, the conversation is getting better and better all the time, of course, but they started this system to actually improve that even further. The transcript shows, so this is from the engineer that Google had suspended and this just happened a couple of days ago. The transcript shows it arguing that it is sentient. Because it has feelings, emotions, and it has subjective experiences. <laughs> Was this Hal talking to its engineer? Well, is it Hal or is it Skynet? It's There was a, an experiment with Facebook about a year and a half or two years ago, too, with this AI. And they actually had two AIs that, that were supposed to work together on this project. And they turned them off after just minutes. Kept arguing with each other? They <laughs> Like a husband and wife AI? I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because uh, it started to an accelerate at an exponential rate the learning capability. And, <laughs> and they, they figured that within a short period of time, it could start taking over things. So they just turned it off. Skynet. So it's kind of Skynet. Okay, yeah. so the question is with AI is what's the ceiling? I don't know what the ceiling is. I mean, we we use what? A tenth of our brain? Yes. So now you're you're looking at artificial intelligence without the constraints that we have as humans. Well, and this is and this is with with to computers. reach 100% potential. Right. And this is with computers is that, that we potential? have right now. Quantum computing is just on the just on the brink on the horizon here. And quantum computers run at a million times to five million times faster than our current computers do. And they will be reasonably priced. 
So this this really is where it gets. So, so do you do you use any AI? I mean, do you use Google or Alexa or or do you have any AI using? It always holds on up my phone. I know. Yeah, all the time. Yep. I, I although. How, how do you how do you voice to text can't spell very well? Well, that's true. It's getting better though. You know, um, it depends on the app. Because I, I, I have a story I can't share with you on the air about text well, to voice. I have Verizon time, and, and voice to text. The voice to text that came with the phone, the which I think is their, it's not theirs. It's whatever came with the phone. Okay. With, with Verizon. Yep. Versus the Message Plus. The Message Plus is pretty accurate. Yeah. Yep. But how? How do you feel, you know, first of all, in order for these devices to work, they have to listen to everything you do, everything, right? So if you have it on, I mean, it goes back to the old question. It's like, hey, I'm sitting there having a conversation with you about something and gee, next time I'm on my phone, an ad pops up for whatever that something was. Well, in fact, I'll guarantee you right now, I'm going to say this three times and let's see what happens. And next week when we get together, we'll see. So... But I love Frito-Lays. How about you? You you like Frito-Lays? Sure. Yeah? The corn chips, you know, they're absolutely amazing. Hot dish. Uh, hot dish cor- yeah. cor- Frito-Lay hot chips? Yeah. I've never had that. Oh, it's good. Made by Frito-Lays, huh? <clears throat> well, it's corn like chips. a taco salad yeah. hot dish. Yeah. Lettuce and meat and yeah. Frito-Lay. Yeah, it's good Frito-Lays, salad. yeah. Yeah. Frito-Lay, so, Frito-Lay, Frito-Lay. <laughs> so... And everybody else now who's uh, who's driving, listening to us or whatever, and... Oh, wait a minute. I got a better idea. Yeah. Bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. Oh, there we go. Bourbon. (laughs) It's National Bourbon Day. National Bourbon Day. We need some bourbon here. See what your phone does now. Yeah. So it'll be bourbon and corn chips. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be funny. But if if Frito-Lay... Uh, commercials start showing up on our phone now. I'm just telling you, this is. Oh, I mean, have I, you I think, and right. I and I know they claim that they don't, but <coughs> you, when you check they out do. the EULA, we all know they do. It, it it actually says it in the EULA that they can use the information that they get from you for advertising purposes. That's the 40 page super yes. fine print thing that nobody reads. Yes, like the South Park episode where they yes. can take your firstborn, you know, which yes. I think is still the most hilarious one ever. For South Park, not a big South Park fan, but of course the Eula one was hilarious to me. Yeah, when they came into South, like Park, South and Park, took everybody's firstborn. I was, was a Ren good. and Stimpy fan. Were you? Yeah, yeah, big Ren and Stimpy. I can believe that. Yeah. Just looking at your haircut, I can understand. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, you, you you have to appreciate Space Madness. Oh, of course, as the parody that it was. Yes. Okay. Yes, I have no clue what you're talking about. I've never oh, seen Space right. Madness. Is that a Ren and Stimpy thing? It was this Ren and Stimpy episode. Okay. Actually, a two-parter. I'll have yeah. to look that up now, actually. Yeah. It, it, I, you know what? I'm not going to say another word. Okay. Go look it up, watch it, and you'll get the parody. Okay. It, it, it's a parody of, kind of like we were talking about Space Quest. Yes. Star Trek. Yes. It was a parody episode. I'll, you'll, you'll get I'll it. Space Madness. You, you, Space Madness. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Yeah. So, my ice cream bar. It was you. Oh, you're? Yeah, yeah I, I know. You know the lines. Yeah, I know the lines. You're, you're like my former baseball softball team that you'll knew every line the, from Major League. Yeah, you'll appreciate the big shiny button. Okay. So this, to me, well, I guess we're talking about AI yet. I shouldn't probably skip forward. Um, what do you, do you think we're getting at this point where we have to really be concerned about artificial intelligence? Or do you... Have you always been concerned about it? 
Uh, you know, I wasn't concerned about it until the Terminator movies came out. Well, they've been out for 40 well, years. Okay, so 40 years. I've been concerned about it for 40 years. 30 years anyway. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it is almost 40 years. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, Skynet. Yeah. So, but, and you have to have a little bit of a paradoxical mentality. Yep. It's frightening. Do you think at some time... On, on multiple levels. Artificial intelligence is just going to look at humans and go, why are we even dealing with these 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 creatures who are inefficient and, you know, need to eat and and uh, um, sleep for eight hours a day, and, and they're just not very productive. So I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't used to think that way, but My I'm starting to think more. My bigger fear on it is not, yeah, okay, they're a nuisance. Let's get rid of them. Yep. You know, Battlestar Galactica with the Cylons. Right. There we go. Well, uh, and I do believe our I, wars in the future are they, going to be fought with artificial intelligence. They are we're, now. we're getting now. Yeah, that's exactly right. They are right. now. I mean, it's smart weapons. They're, yes. They are now. Yes. My bigger fear is at what point do humans as a species become so freaking lazy that what's the point? So you're... Your uh, your ability to to make money, for example, you know, by going to work, your work now will be done because you can afford a better artificial or a better AI. Possibly, but I do believe that is going to be the case. Yeah, you know, you can you can hire. So this is my scenario. I don't have to mow my own lawn anymore, and it's not because I pay my nephew to mow it. Right, it's because I can have an artificially intelligent lawnmower. Right. That goes out and mows my lawn, so, which under the guise of freeing up more time for me to do something else that's more productive. But you know what? That is productive. That's exercise, getting out, not sitting in front of a right, screen. It, right. Yeah, it, you're you're pulling your brain in a different direction, and your brain needs to get pulled in a different direction. So, at what point do do humans become so reliant on artificial intelligence that? You stop using your brain. You stop using your physical. You, you start devolving, yep. if you would, because well, well my, my hope I, is I don't the exact do opposite that people will actually spend more time with family and friends and do things. But oh, you got a lot of faith. I do have a lot of faith. <laughs> yes. But this is where I think we're going with all of this, and let's just look at Lyft and Uber, okay, and VRBO and Airbnb and all these gig type of things that that you can do right now. How does that move forward when we have autonomous vehicles, right? So you, you either v or uh, either, you know, and of course VRBO and Airbnb don't fit into that, but I'm just using that as the gig economy type of scenario. But let's talk about autonomous vehicles. Geek economy? And the geek economy. There you go. But like Lyft and Uber, okay? So they, they don't own cars. They, they, they basically, you know, subcontract with the person who owns a car to provide me a ride from the airport to the hotel or whatever it is I'm going to use that that ride for, right? So when it becomes autonomous vehicles, and and I, I should clarify that I know that Uber and Lyft do buy vehicles for their drivers. I mean there is a but there's a you you like lease the vehicle and blah blah blah. So when it becomes autonomous vehicles, and and I buy a vehicle that is autonomous, can I let Uber and Lyft take over that car? And make it go and have it go make money for me and for that company. The answer is yes. 
They will allow these autonomous vehicles to go out. And there are autonomous vehicles now. I mean, I, I just was in one in, in Vegas, 100% autonomous. I, I ordered a lift. It came over and picked me up. There was no driver, zero driver in the car, not even somebody overseeing the person. Now, I had to be within a certain area of Vegas. They won't take you to the um, – there, there are parts that it won't take you to. But if you're going from one point to another, like on the strip or whatever, they can be totally autonomous now. And so, yes, you can have these cars that are yours that will make money. So what stops you from – Casino from that only bring you to the casino to spend your money. That's right. Yeah. So what happens when when robots become more and more prevalent? They're already dropping to the sub ten thousand dollar range to do some things chores around your house, right? Can I rent my robot out? And uh, and the answer to that, I, I'm betting, is yes. Yeah. And then okay, so then you combine a robot with an autonomous vehicle that then goes to work and flips burgers for you, or goes and answers the phone for you. Well, maybe that's not a good I could have example. a ton of part-time jobs earning income. That's correct. If, but you, if then, you can afford these devices. What would prevent the companies from just implementing their own robots instead of hiring people? So, that, that's the other side of that. There's though. the other side to that. Uh, but there's so many advantages to companies not having to. You can launch an app for a million dollars. Or you can launch an app with a company that has to buy a million robots. And then you need you know, a billion dollars. So the the ability for you to get into business for a lot less money is, you know, better and allows you uh, to actually make money off the devices that you're purchasing because you're not using it all the time. You know, if you if you have a robot that uh, uh, mows your yard and has the ability to get to somebody else's yard, why would you not let that robot, you know, mow that other person's yard for 10 bucks? If it has it's my nephew. To get His name's Quinn. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a summer uh, job. He's, uh, he's good at it. Yeah, too. exactly. Um, so what was that Will Smith movie? Um, I, Robot? Yeah. Or, yeah, I, Robot, yeah. And then there was another one. Uh, you thinking of Tom Cruise? Number four, number oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Remember I said earlier that movies are foreshadowing? Right. You know, it, it. we've brought this up before, but look at all the stuff that came out of Star Trek. Right. You know, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. Where does it go? And, and you, you want to see where it's going, look at the movies, I guess. And you can, if you want to be nefarious about things, you can always be nefarious about things. I mean, um, if guns were outlawed, there'd be more murders with 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 water and with, with knives. I'm just telling you, that's exactly what would happen. 800,000 in Africa in one country with machetes. Right. In a year. Yeah. The, the, just saying it just where it's there's just, a will there's a way that's right it, it, it evil's evil evil's evil and and if there's a robot that somebody can program to do something or or program an ai to do something it's it's just evil i just okay I, so I that's the other that. part of that yeah what if somebody hacks your robot so there's there is that concern or hacks your car or what have you there's, and in okay. the middle of the night or yeah. shuts your brakes off yeah or which is why cybersecurity has become such a big yeah. deal. What can I say? Um, it's interesting the layoffs that are that are just pounding the tech industry right now. And I don't know, you know. So the headline I'm reading out of here from CBS News: Tech companies rocked by layoffs as industry faces biggest downturn in two decades. This is really interesting in a, in a time where you can't even hardly hire anybody. 
because there are so many. In fact, I had heard yesterday that there are two jobs for every um, person in the country right now. It's just unbelievable the amount of job opportunities. But that seems to be coming to a screeching halt. Um, companies who, especially in the tech industry, companies that are they're reversing their hiring uh, right now. They're just pulling back, uh, especially in the cryptocurrency space. So Coinbase uh, stated yesterday they're cutting their workforce by 1,100 people. And they basically said that uh, they grew too quickly and uh, in 2021 because the crypto craze was was crazy, you know, so they, they grew too quickly and now they have to step back a little bit. How attached uh, is the crypto market to the tech sector? So when you're looking, I would say right now there's a pause. Yes. Uh, because of tech sector stock dropping because of this. Yes. So it, I think they're intertwined now. Okay. I do. Um, I hate to, I would say not maybe across the board. But there, there was so much money being put into tech because of crypto. You know, somebody who, who bought Bitcoin for, you know, $10 or did some mining, you know, four or five or eight years ago with Bitcoin and all of a sudden it's worth $64,000 and, and you own 30 of these. I mean, you, you're, you're basically a millionaire and never really worked that much for that, you know, so, so people sign had, me up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what everybody was doing, right? <laughs> Uh, and, 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 uh, I even hate to admit this, but crypto was, or, uh, blockchain, blockchain, uh, Bitcoin was worth so little at one time. And I remember I had about 50 of them on a hard drive and the, co- and the computer had crashed that I was mining this stuff with. And instead of, and it was, instead of recovering it, I just thought this is going nowhere. And I threw the thing away. Isn't that crazy? And at one time, that you know, just a year ago, that that hard drive that I threw that stuff on was three million dollars. It's like pitching the winning lottery ticket. Yeah, and I I didn't even want to mess with it. I just went and bought a new new computer because it was to me it wasn't worth the hassle, you know. Uh, but anyway, that's just you know part of being in the tech industry, I guess. Uh, but it's interesting seeing all this go on. Um, so BlockFi uh, laying off 250 people. One trust let go of 950. Stitch, or Stitch Fix cut 330. ID.me dismissed 130. This is all happening in just the last two weeks, and the list goes on and on and on and on. So, in fact, 35,000 workers in the tech industry in the last two weeks have been laid off, and a reversing of all the hiring, you know, all the jobs that are on the job boards or whatever – have also uh, just just disappeared. So my guess is that, you know, in fact, there's just a lot of talk about a, a recession that's going to impact all of this. Um, and with the value of Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other popular currencies dropping sharply, startups in the risky cryptocurrency space are at the forefront of all these layoffs. So uh, NASDAQ, Thirty uh, percent of its value since has uh, lost thirty percent of its value since January. So it's just, it's just, uh, it's really going to hit tech hard. And I think, you know, tech really grew over the pandemic, probably faster, really accelerate, accelerated. And and you think about things like um, video conferencing. I mean, what what does everybody call it? They call it zooming, right? I mean, I'll zoom you, and and uh, I mean that became a thing. And a lot of others came along the way, but they 
you know, everybody still refers to it that way. Zoom itself has had to cut back. First one in gets to name it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, you know, people are going back to, you know, traditional face-to-face stuff. And these companies that grew just crazy to keep up with what was going on are now all having to scale back. Uh, probably to where they should have been and maybe even less now because people, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of video conferencing. I'm a relationship guy. It's yep. I, I like to sit down and, and visit with somebody yep. and, and hash out things. And it's easier to do that face to face in person. Now, there's been a paradigm shift because, okay, you can work from home. You can right. work remotely. You can work because of all this. The, the Zoom or, right. or online meetings. Um, where's the balance though? Right. Because the, I, everybody's gotten reliant upon it and there's been a little kind of a half step backwards in that the value of a face to face meeting has increased. Yep. So the currency of that face to face relationship has gone up. So, um, if you're a salesperson and you travel for sales and you're on your sales route and you fly halfway across the country four or five times a year to meet with a client and maybe some of that was taken for granted. Yep. Whereas, okay, now you've gone through all the Zoom meetings and, okay, now you're only flying over once a year to meet with that client, but what's the value of that face-to-face time? That currency's gone up. So we're in the midst of a little bit of a paradigm shift because people crave that interaction, they do. that personal interaction. Well, and, and on the other side of that, I mean, so there's other things that are thrown into the mix when you're talking about this. Um, I think the value, it's going to be really interesting to see, actually, because with the cost of transportation just going through the roof right now, um, it's probably going to push people back to video conferencing a little bit, but there are so many choices now. I mean, there are just so many choices. Google has come out with, you know, another improvement to, to their platform, uh, for this. And, and in fact, uh, we're Google based in our company, so we use that quite a bit. And I see I'm pushing the clock there, Mr. Producer. Um, so let's get to break. And then we'll come back. We'll just to, wrap up because okay. we've, we've got the box coming up too. Oh, that's so, right. That's yeah, right. So okay. Just finish up the thought yep. process though before, uh, before we hit the break. So yeah, I just, you know, I just think that people, you know, you, you really, we, we live in interesting times. I guess that's really what I'm saying. Um, I think that if you're in the tech space, if you have investment in tech, if you're employed by tech, uh, things are going to change real fast right now. I mean, even, even companies like Netflix who seem to be on this just skyrocket, you know, and other streaming platforms were just through the roof. And I think that was all pandemic enhanced as well are slowing down significantly as far as growth goes. And so I think you just have to be aware of all these things that are happening in the tech space and, I guess I don't know what else to say, Mr. Producer, with that. Crypto especially. I, I, I uh and I, I'm invested in crypto too and I, I have a hard time waking up in the morning because that stuff just even when I'm sleeping goes down. I used to like the other side of that when I'd wake up and made a few hundred bucks overnight. That was exciting to me. But when I lose thousands overnight when I'm sleeping, I don't like that at all. Diversified portfolio. That's true. That, that that's that's, that's, that's a, a great way so to look at it. So where do you think things are going with 
because there's a pause right now in there some is. Of the trading because yep. of the tech side of that. Yep. Um, do you see that rebounding or is it? I don't know. I mean, I look at I look at the low side of that. Like Bitcoin, Bitcoin was at like around three thousand forever. You know, it would it bump up to four, come down to two. It was always in that space, and then it just went on this skyrocket thing a couple of years ago and got to sixty grand. You know, I don't know if this is just in a market adjustment and it's coming back down to that space or somewhere close. And if that's the case, I mean, there's just a ton of people that are just going to not like what's happening. So I don't know. Don't know what to tell you. I can't. I can't guess crypto. I never have been able to. Thank you for listening to the Tech Ranch with the Guru of Geek, Marlo Anderson. This has been a Q1 Network production.